Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Joint Air Christian Lifestyle, the podcast where we celebrate diversity within the body of Christ. I'm your host, Shane Fritz, and I'm joined tonight with two ladies, my wife, Victoria. Hello, everybody. And, uh, and a good family friend and actually uh, kind of the adoptive grandmother of, of our kids, uh, Laura Welty. Say hi, Laura. Hi. How are, how are you all? So we're just, uh, we're just super excited to, to have you on here tonight. I know you have a powerful testimony that you want to share with us. And, uh, and we're just so excited to hear um, how the Lord's worked in your life. So, so I'm just going to open it up to you. Well, great. Thank you so much for, for doing this, Shane and Vicki. Um, so a few years ago, I had a test that became my testimony. And the victory in this testimony is all to the glory of the King of the world, the Lord. Um, so anyway, I will, without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and start. My mother and I were very best friends. We were Christian sisters for almost my entire lifetime. And we challenged each other to grow in the knowledge of the Lord. More importantly, she taught me how to love and how to put feet and hands to work for the Lord. And I start my story here. Even though I do want you to know, going in, that I accepted Jesus into my heart, soul, and life in 1976 when I was 11. This story showed me a very dark valley of, of the soul and was a very fiery trial. So um, being raised a Baptist, my mom and I, we always put our husbands first. And then my father was diagnosed with cancer and died after a 13-year battle, which we were really grateful for. Oh, wow. She became, though, a sad young widow. And the Lord surely supplied me the ability to walk alongside her during these difficult times. My children were out of the house for the most part, and my husband worked evenings and weekends. I will always be grateful for that, although I didn't know it at the time to be <laughs> grateful. Um, we went on spiritual adventures, women retreats, um, Bible studies, you know, the normal things we women do to grow in Christ. And we spurred each other on during her trial of breast cancer in 2015. God was so good. She had surgery and chemo and, and went into remission. Um, a year later, we had to stand together again as my husband had cancer and had surgery and then a subsequent surgery. And I'm here to tell you it was a hectic few years, but I was so ready for it all. I was a nurse. I was a caregiver. I was willing to do whatever it took. And Christ was always part of the treatment plan. Um, and we sure enough boldly stormed the throne of grace for healing and anointing. And we weathered the storms. So things were going really well. In June of 2017, we went to a local retreat, and during this time, a woman approached our table. We had not met her, and she told us that God had given her a prophetic word to speak over us. She said, 1 Corinthians 12, 15 through 49. So I'm going to read you the message version. We follow this sequence in scripture. The first Adam received life. The last Adam is a life-giving spirit. Physical life comes first, then spiritual, <clears throat> a firm base shaped from the earth, a final completion coming out of heaven. The first man was made out of earth, and people since then are earthy. The second man was made out of heaven, and people can now be heavenly. In the same way that we've worked from our earthy origins, let's embrace our heavenly ends. We quickly dove into our Bibles to read the verses. And at the time, we weren't reading the message because my mother said it was a slangy Bible. <laughs> but the woman left. We never saw her again. We did not know who she was. And we concluded that the Lord was reaffirming our belief that our spiritual life would be far more than our old fleshly life. 
And in the message version, as I said, the last verse concluded in the same way we've worked from our earthy origins. Let's embrace our heavenly ends. These verses would meander around our minds and our conversations over the next few months. In July, one month later, my mother began having back and hip pain while we were still figuring out what was going on. I was diagnosed with an aggressive form of breast cancer and it had to start chemo immediately. Talk about a fire. My mother relapsed with her breast cancer to a stage four, and I was struggling under the chemo that while life-saving damages every healthy cell you have. We had chemo once together. I never thought I would ever say that in my, my lexicon, ever. I was so weak. I was so done, so upset that I could not care for her to be with her. By the time the chemo finished, I had to use a walker during my recovery from surgery. As my dear mother continued to decline and I was home trying to recover, we spent many evenings speaking to God and each other on the phone and praying together. We would watch tele-evangelists. This was pre-pandemic. There wasn't a whole heck of a lot out there online, um, and we didn't do YouTube. Um, and we tried to piece together what God could possibly be teaching us. And as our flesh was devoured and damaged, our souls were hopeful that the Lord who gave King Hezekiah 15 more years mm. would do the same or more. The great physician could do it. Then one day the word of the Lord came upon me in a mighty way. A day my hands were curled in pain, my finger and toenails having fell off, and the neuropathy from the chemo causing a feeling of biting fire ants climbing my feet, legs, and hands. Mm. The comforter spoke into me from Habakkuk 3, 17 through 19. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food. The flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer. He makes me tread on high places. Mm -hmm. I did not know that book was in the Bible. I pretty much went to Proverbs and Psalms and right to the New Testament pretty faithfully. <laughs> so I know that the Holy Spirit took mm -hmm. me there. Mm -hmm. And the Lord showed me I will rejoice and have joy. And as he shone into the situation, I continued to heal. And my precious mother fulfilled the first prophetic word we were given. And she gained her spiritual body. The Lord cared for all of us during that very sad but somehow holy time, and I know he is good all the time. I do not deserve his love, as I spent many months railing at him, lamenting like a child. For the last four years, I've been struggling to regain a sense of the Lord's plans for my life. Before I was sick, I could help out wherever I could at church. I dove into recovery ministry, but now with neuropathy and pain, I just don't trust the earthly body I have. So I prayed and continue to pray to be used, and he will complete the work he began in me. And the mess of this cancer will become my message. The test will become my testimony, and this walk will always belong to the Lord. During the time of my healing, which I am so thankful for and so grateful for, he provided us with a beautiful home with verdant views and places to pray and roam and play, living flowing water, and enough room to devote to our works to the Lord. My husband, my precious husband, continues to care for me, our home, and encourages me in our walk. God has surely been patient, as I seem to require a lot of life lessons before I finally get it. In January, really December maybe of last year, he began to whisper for me to become intentional in my walk, to listen for the Holy Spirit, his still small voice. His, he will guide me 
and I can choose to trust in his holy covenant, and we will not and should not fear. He gave me this final verse, Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Praise God. So my message to you is if you are ill, if you are tired, if you are suffering, listen to the Lord. He will come into your situation and right the wrongs. It may not look like it during the hard moments, but God is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. He will never leave you. Pray like you are talking to your Abba Father, for he is your Abba Father. And one day he will come and take us to be with him again. And no one shall weep, and there will be no death and no sickness. Praise the Lord. Mm. Thank you so much yeah. for that, Laura. Wow. So much, so much packed into that. It's, you know, it's, it's amazing. Like, obviously he can come in and heal at any time yes he can supernaturally we have a man at church that he was stage four um back over the summer and he was down to the point where he couldn't walk and uh he said he had open wounds opening up on his uh. body and um and so for whatever reason he had to actually stop the cancer treatments mm -hmm. and all of his levels came back into alignment mm -hmm. and he's cancer free today Oh, praise God. Mm -hmm. but he you can know, do it. But you know, then there's that place where God grabs us by the hand and walks with us through and comforts us out of his out of his word. And, and the words that he gave you to comfort you yeah. and bring you through that are just so amazing. I've so never amazing. seen an olive tree. I don't have a herd. I didn't know how to interpret that, but I knew he wanted me to have joy. And the Lord used his word and, and explained it. And it's difficult to tell people who've never had that experience. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And the you know the fullness of joy is in the presence of the Lord. And it's just, just amazing. When um, you see a picture of God reaching down from heaven and pulling someone up out of the water, I've seen that. I don't know where it is, but I've seen that recently. Um, I think to that day when, when I was so miserable and. I wish I could have seen him next to me. And recently I had a patient who passed away and um, the Lord provided a job for me where I take care of cancer patients. And her mother said that she said, he's holding my hand, he's holding my hand. And she said, no one's holding your hand, honey. And she said, Jesus is holding my hand. And that was the last sentence she said. And so I always think, you know, Lord, if that's your will, then you'll give us the grace to accept what you give us. And when we had the prophetic word spoken over us, we didn't know what to do about that. But I do know it means this, that death was, death was erased by Jesus. Our earthly death occurs, but we are eternally given life in Christ forever. Yeah. And that's what he was saying to comfort our hearts for the coming years. And we had no idea, no hmm. idea. So I just, I, um, this, hopefully if someone hears this who is ill or suffering, Please know I will pray for you. Please comment or reach out on Facebook. Um, you know, we're here. We love to pray for people for healing and strength. And um, the Lord, he heals in many ways. Sometimes he says, not right now. Sometimes he heals you by taking you out of your earth suit. And sometimes he makes you wait until you learn what he needs you to learn in the valley. <laughs> oh, amen. Amen. Well, thank you again. Um, I just appreciate it so much. And for anybody, like, 
like you said, Laura, anybody who this is speaking to that, that you are going through that time and, and maybe you do want build up with prayer. Yeah. Just reach out to us and, uh, and we can, we would love to be able to, to offer prayer and, uh, and seek healing for you and seek strength from him. And we just, mm -hmm. we thank you for this, uh, for this opportunity to, to hear your testimony. Thank and I know you. it's going to, um, help a lot of people. Thank you so much for letting me talk. Thank you.